friends, I'm Katie Brinkley, and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to Rocky Mountain Marketing. My guest this week is Ellie Sheffy. So Ellie and I were actually talking before I hit record here. And this woman has over 30 years of experience as an entrepreneur, 35 years like helping people with their books and law, you name it. She is a wealth of knowledge. And when I was going through some of her background and trying to kind of do all of the, the Google cyber uh, stalking that I do for my guests, I came across her her pitch page, uh, her media kit. And I was like, this woman literally can talk about anything and everything for business owners. So Ellie, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I can't wait to see where the conversation will take us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, I, I didn't really give you enough justice just saying 30 years of entrepreneurship background. You've written six books. Talk to us a little bit about what it is that that you do and how you know you have this passion of giving value for entrepreneurs. So my entrepreneurial journey actually started uh, back in elementary school. I grew up with hardly anything. I mean, we did not have money for for any kind of extras. And so I learned to get resourceful really quickly. If I wanted shoes, what could I do? Uh, so I started tutoring. I started teaching. I started choreog- uh, being a choreographer. I started teaching dance. I was, you know, what else can I do beyond the traditional babysitting? Uh, what value can I add to get the money to buy the things I wanted to buy or, or, you know, buy the CD, we all remember those or the tapes or go to a concert. And so I started really kind of developing my passion for problem solving and for ways to add value to people because I learned quickly that the more value I added, the easier I made their life, the more of service I was to them. Then the more they hired me, the more they paid me, and the more they referred me to their friends. Yeah. So, I mean, we all know as entrepreneurs, this is really the key, right? Service is the key. Yes. Started back then, and I've just been cultivating that over the last 30 years, diversifying and pivoting and and really honing my, my skills and my craft. And I've found that the more I've done that, the more the passion has grown to really lean in and serve. Well, and Elliot, I'd like to start the conversation kind of there with with scaling, which is an interesting spot to start. But with what you said about how you, you know, like, yeah, we didn't have a lot of money. And so I was doing whatever I could to try to get more money, whether it was choreography or, or whatever. But I do feel like a lot of entrepreneurs a lot of freelancers and even yours truly when i first started my business i know how to build a wordpress website i know how to write blogs i know how to do google ads but do i still do those today 
No. Um, and I had to, to niche down, but it can be hard when you go through times of trial with your business. You know, we're not going to have, you know, 10K, 20K, 300K, whatever your monthly revenue is every single month. We're going to have the turnover of clients. And sometimes we can go into panic mode of, okay, well, if I want to you know, keep my employees, if I want to do this, I'm going to have to try and find something else to do in order to, to make the bills. But is that really going to help you scale your business? So let's just, let's just start with the conversation there. Absolutely. So often when, when entrepreneurs, when we get in that panic mode of, uh-oh, I just lost a client or my costs are going up or revenue is stagnant or revenue is declining, what am I going to do? We instantly default to, I need more clients. I need to go get more people. And when we focus on that, what we fail to realize is we're sitting on a gold mine of our existing clients. So if we can double down on how we're serving them, if we can add more value, they're all, they already know, like, and trust us. They're already our raving fans. We're already serving them. They're already used to opening their wallet to us. It is a much easier conversion to get an existing client to buy something else or to refer someone to you than it is to go and spend the money on the ads and the marketing and try to get new clients. So yes, of course, we always need to get new clients. But when you are in that, uh uh-oh, I need to generate money right now, look inward because it is a faster and easier conversion to add more value, to serve more powerfully to your existing clients or to create a referral a bonus or an affiliate contest or something that will incentivize your existing clients to quickly start referring you to other people. I mean, make it worth their while. The amount of money that you're going to give them in the affiliate you know, a bonus or a referral bonus uh, is going to be less than you're going to spend on ads. It's going to be less than you're going to pay someone to develop the marketing materials and run the campaigns. So in those times of panic, look inward, <laughs> serve more powerfully. I think that's a really good reminder because at the time of this recording, we're we're seeing a weird shift with the market overall. I mean, I think we all thought that the housing market would, would ne- there's no way it could ever, you know, bust. I mean, everything's going, you know, sunshines and rainbows here. But now we're starting to see a turn with that. And then people, oh, okay, so are we on the onset of a recession? Should I start watching where I'm at? And then we can start panicking and thus it starts, you know, the the, the recession. But I mean, I do think that there's times where we go into panic mode a little bit too soon. And look, that's a great tip of just look at where you're existing, who you're working with right now, and how can you potentially serve them more? So with that being said, you know, as as I was saying before, too, a lot of business owners, when they're first starting out, it can be hard to delegate the tasks of of what it, you know, of what you can let go of. Like I said, I can build websites. I can, you know, I can answer my own emails. I can upload my own podcast to the server. Um, but is that the most efficient way use of my time? So let's talk a little bit about scaling in that regard. 
Absolutely. So a lot of new business owners in particular look at the cost of things. They'll look at how much is it going to cost me to hire that person to do it. And what we often overlook is the cost of our time. So it's not only what will, what's the investment, what's the return on investment, but also what's the return on time. If you will pay somebody less than the value of your time, then you need to pay them. You need to outsource it because your time is valuable. And you need to focus on if you want to grow, if you want to grow your business, if you want to scale, if you want to become a global brand, if you want to be the go-to industry leader in your market, you have to focus your time and energy on the things that only you can do. The things that your clients, your ideal market would look at and say, I need to work with you because of blank. That's the thing that you need to do. And you need to free up your time so that you can do the things that only you can do, which means outsource the, the you know, the editing, outsource the graphics, outsource those things that, yes, you can do it. But if it will take you an hour to do it mm-hmm. and your hourly rate that you could generate is $1,000, but you could hire somebody at $40 an hour then it is not a good use of your time to keep the $40 and forego the thousand that you could make if you were in your zone of genius, doing the things that only you can do and doing the things that are actually gonna move the needle in your business, especially with uh, regard to connecting with your ideal clients. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that that's such a good point because like I said before, like I absolutely can upload my eat my this this podcast to the to the server, uh, but it you know is that the best use of my time? And this recording the podcast is something that only I can do. I can't have my assistant <laughs> record the podcast for me. So see the things that really make the most uh, difference in your business that only you can do. I love that tip, and I, I kind of mentioned this before. With kind of, we're in this weird time of possible recession? Are we in a recession? How are things going to be, you know, going forward into, you know, the, the new year? But I, I think that a lot of people don't know how to prepare for that. So let's talk a little bit about how you can not just continue your business, but how you can grow your business when Times are a little uncertain. They might be a little bit turbulent. There might be a little of uh, uncertainty with with what what is yet to be. So let's talk about that, how you can adapt and potentially even grow. Absolutely. So diversification is one of my favorite things to talk about. I absolutely love uh, helping business owners think outside the box for how can you grow your business without just going out there and doing all the marketing to grow the number of clients. So we touched on earlier, leaning into serving more powerfully your existing clients to creating referral uh, programs and affiliate programs with, uh, you know, within your existing clients. But you can also think through What are the products or services that your clients would need before they come to you during your services? And now a quick break to hear from some of our sponsors. 
Are you ready to feel expansive, be bold, and live more abundantly as an elite master coach? The Abundance Now Summit is a three-day global event hosted by elite and master coaches from around the world. With inspiring talks, panels, workshops, and more, this summit will equip you with the tools you need to turbocharge your business. On day one, you'll discover science and psychology behind the abundant living so that you can know what's going on in your brain, mind, and body when you choose to level up. On day two, you'll learn powerful and new coaching techniques you can use to create abundant breakthroughs in your clients' lives. And finally, on day three, you'll apply practical strategies that will help you land clients, get visible, and build your seven-figure coaching practice. Register now at AbundanceNowSummit.com. Now, let's get back to today's episode. Instead of you and after you. So let's take realtors, for example. What are all the things that that someone might need before they hire you to sell their house? Well, maybe they need a painter. Maybe they need a construction crew. Maybe they need a designer. Maybe they need a, a personal a, a shopper. Um, maybe they need their carpets cleaned. Maybe they need their house purged. Maybe they need their house organized. There's a million little things like that that somebody would need maybe before they hire you as a realtor. So if you can then do the research, find reputable people in all these different aspects, and you partner with them, you reach out to them, you say, hey, I'm a realtor in, you know, in the area, I would love to create a referral system or perhaps a package deal where clients who approach me about, you know, potentially selling their house, I'm able to offer them not just staging, but painting and you know updating and designing and organizing and and purging and all the things right i'm able to position myself as this one-stop shop full service now you stand out from uh the competition and you can create these referral partners with all of these other trades to where you're not only sending business to them but if they get a phone call of someone that says, hey, I'm thinking about selling my house. I need to paint it. Can you come paint it? They have you in their back pocket where they can say, absolutely. And in fact, do you have a realtor? I work with a full service realtor who, you know, will not only will handle the whole thing, soup to nuts, A to Z, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So you can generate so much more revenue if you think about all the things that someone needs before you, all the things they need during you, right? So during you, maybe they need um, relocation services. Maybe they're going to need movers. Maybe they're going to need um, yeah, all the things, right? What do they need after you? Great. All those same tradesmen, you can have packages for wherever their new place is. You're going to get it all ready. You're going to get it all customized before they move in. You're going to get the timing down. You're going to make it completely seamless. You are you and your team is with them before the house gets listed, during the pro, uh, home sale process, and during the entire move-in process of their new place. Mm -hmm. 
It's that kind of thing doesn't cost you anything but a little bit of time to do the outreach. And you're reaching a ton of new clients and generating all these additional revenue streams, right? Then once you get them, kind of like I, I touched on earlier with cultivating that relationship with them, once you've established that relationship, then you really want to think about how can you maintain that? How can you deliver that five-star experience from beginning to end and then continue to cultivate that experience so that you can create them as a raving fan so that they can become a marketing and referral army for you and so the process can continue. Yeah, and I think that that's, that's one of the, the biggest things is it, the process needs to continue if, yes. if, so that you can stand out from the crowd. I mean, for me, I, I do social media and, and social media strategy. Can you go ahead and pay somebody overseas in India at $9 an hour to do what I do? Sure. But what you're going to get from them versus what you're going to get from me and my team, you're going to get outbound engagement strategies. You're, you're going to have someone that's answering your comments and looking to make sure nobody's you know spamming the account. You're going to be sharing the stories. You're going to be outbound... You know, all the additional things. Sure, anyone can create a pretty graphic these days, thanks to Canva. But why people would want to work with me and my business is those extra things that you didn't even know you wanted. You didn't even know you needed until I told you. So yeah. you have to find what your differentiator is from all the other people that are out there. Now, if someone's listening and, and they're saying like, okay, this is this is a really good point. Uh, you, Ellie, you've, you've convinced me of this, but I don't have time for that. I need, I mean, like we're, 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 things aren't going well for me at my, at my business right now. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I know I need to delegate. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to keep my people on, on the team at the end of the month. How can somebody really, other than going to their own client base, what are some other tips that you have for really trying to build out what makes you different and still build your brand even during these uncertain times? Well, first, I would say if you're in those dire straits, you can't afford not to because what you've been doing isn't working. <laughs> what got you there isn't going to get you out. So if you are in that position where you're like, I don't have time, oh, then yes, you do. You better make the time because you need that research and you need that outreach. So if you don't have the money, then you have a couple of options. Find an intern, right? Someone who wants to learn the ropes. And guess what? They're going to make all those outbound calls to reach out to the painters and, and the tradesmen and all the things, right? Or find someone that will work on commission. That that incentivizes them that they better go out there and start generating some revenue for you. They better make the calls. They better bring in the clients. They better get the conversions because that's when they're going to get paid. And if they don't perform, they don't get paid. So that doesn't cost you any money up front. And you're finding people then that are motivated to go get the job done because otherwise they don't make any money. So there's always, always, always a way the the question when we ask ourselves better questions we get better answers so the the question is always how can i how can i do this outreach how can i figure out a strategy how can i bring some help 
if you're drowning, reach out. Rome was not built by one person, you know, and success takes a village. I know that's a, a cliche saying, but it's absolutely true. Success takes a village. You need other perspectives. You need other hands. You need other experiences. And if you don't have the money to pay them right off the bat, then either get someone as an intern or find someone that will work on commission. So those are two ways to do it. But there's always, always a way. And, and I like that you, you stress that there's, there's people that want to learn what you do. I mean, I, uh, it's interesting you say that because I had somebody reach out on Instagram recently and they said, you know, like, Hey, I'm really interested in social media. I'd, I'd love to just be an intern. And honestly, like it was something I'd never even thought about. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I'm sure would like to have, you know, just give some free information and and coaching and train them on how to do it because there's people out there that want to do what you do. I think that that's one thing that we get caught up in is, oh, well, this is what I do every day. It's nothing special about it, but it, there is. And I mean, like a good example is, is realtors. I work with a lot of realtors. Um, like I was telling you earlier. I do train the teams for them and their, 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 uh, admins and, um, they're, oh, I don't know. I mean, there's just doing a lot of paperwork. Cause so if I was like, okay, back up here, there's an entire television station built around what you do, going to other people's homes, finding the right home, looking at like, what are the pros and cons? I mean, you, you do it every day. So it, it's not as glamorous as it used to be. And so you can find those people that, want to learn from you and might do it for for free or, or or cheap and it's a great it's a great process for for both of you it's a great trade for for bo- everyone involved yeah absolutely i mean interns finding people that work on commission and bartering mm-hmm. bartering i mean to to your point you know who do you know that can fill the gap that you have right if you're a realtor and you need marketing strategies who do you know that does marketing? Can you reach out to them and say, hey, do you or anyone you know, uh, are you guys thinking about buying or selling? You know, can I, are you thinking about doing a refresh? Are you thinking about doing an adi- uh, an addition um, or an update? Um, would you love a value add assessment where maybe I can tour your home and I can tell you some cost effective uh, tweaks that you can do to really add value to your house. I mean, whatever, but barter. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. I mean, like it doesn't hurt to ask. Right. So, so let's talk about, uh, you know, kind of shift gears a little bit here into, I mean, you've done a lot of things over your 35 years of, of entrepreneurship. Like I said before the books and you've been on featured in Forbes and on, you know, Ted talk and, and all the things. So, I'm just curious because this is one of the parts of of the show that it's stuff that I feel like we might not have never thought about or we've only been like, oh, well, I just don't think that that would work for me. But what type of marketing has helped you grow your business to where you are today? So, uh, for example, I had a, a guest come on once and he talked about how he utilized other people's Facebook groups to grow his business during the pandemic. And so, I mean, like there's some times where we go so deep into different marketing strategies of like, oh, we want to do these Google ads and da, 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 da. But sometimes it's things we've never thought of. So what kind of marketing has helped you grow 
your business and your brand over time? Over delivering on everything. That has number one been the biggest, given me the biggest ROI. So whether I have also done the serving in others' uh, Facebook groups, that's a great way. But serving, not spamming. Yeah. So there's a, a beautiful Rachel Miller teaches this. She's incredible. Beautiful little process of when you find where your ideal client uh, would be located, you join the Facebook group and you do nothing but serve. So you ask questions that uh, you know other people could answer. So you give them an opportunity to shine. You go through, you answer questions that other people have asked. So you're serving, you're adding value, you're cheerleading people. So when someone is talking about something that they've done, you're celebrating them. If someone is talking about uh, a, a challenging time, you're encouraging them. So building that relationship first. And what happens is when you do that and you serve powerfully and you really over deliver, people start to see you in that group as an expert and they will reach out to you. So you don't need to be spammy. So you can apply that same basic idea to pretty much anything that you're any audience that you're in front of. Speaking engagements are amazing. Now that we can do things on Zoom, find summits, find trade meetings, find like the local chamber of commerce is having a meeting, you know, the local realtor association is having a meeting, wherever, find them and then volunteer to speak. And when you speak, you over deliver, you, um, you serve easy to implement actionable tools and strategies. Uh, you break things down in a way that's easy for people to digest. Uh, you are passionate. You demonstrate your, your interest, your commitment, and your expertise. When you serve, they will then, people in the audience will come to you. And you can record those and then put them on your social media and reach a larger following and tag all the appropriate people. And so then obviously you get in front of their audiences as well. But summits, uh, any kind of uh, meetings are great. Any kind of event, you can host your own event, which then makes you an expert. You're seen as an expert. You can host it online. You can gather a bunch of people that you know who are experts on different aspects. You can pre-record it. You can then have it as an evergreen uh, summit where you can either charge for it or you can have it run uh, for free. But again, that's exposure to not only your audience, but all of your other speakers' audiences super easy to implement, doesn't cost you anything because we all have a Zoom account these days. So um, those are some ways that I have just, I've been all over the place. I've done over 200 media appearances since the pandemic. I've got six books. I'm constantly out there speaking and serving. Um, I'm always volunteering to, to help out uh, to speak, to train. When I find a group that is doing a training, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll help. What do you need? Mm -hmm. So just putting myself into proximity where my ideal clients are, getting yep. myself in the room, it has been a game changer. No, I 100% agree. Uh, yours truly also has done the, uh, the uh, virtual event circuit and, um, do a lot of different in-person events now that the world has opened up again. But it's it is true. Like 
I, and I say this because I just recently got back from a conference and I was walking back to the hotel with a, another attendee. And, um, she said, so really fast. So I just want to say, uh, I don't know if you remember, but we, I mean, we're in the same Facebook group. And I was like, Oh, what's your name? Sorry. You don't have your badge on, you know? And she's like, Oh, well, uh, you, I had asked if there was anyone that used a certain scheduler and you chimed in and you said that you use Loomly and you know, you hopped on like a zoom call with me. And I was like, Oh God, now I feel really bad because <laughs> I don't remember, <laughs> don't remember you, but it made an impact on her. And I was just giving her, giving her value. Like, just hanging out in a Facebook group. She had a problem. I answered it, hopped on a 15 minute zoom with her. And apparently it made a world of difference for her and her business. And I, you know, for me, it was just like, yeah, I got 15 minutes. I'm happy to talk to you about this tool, but for her, it was a game changer. So I love that, that model of giving value first. And it's similar to this book I recently finished reading was called The Go-Giver. I'm sure you've read it. It's only, it's like, it's super thin. It's, I mean, you can finish it in a, you know, a, a night, depending on how fast of a reader you are. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's, I'm, I'm on board with that, putting yourself out there and giving value first over delivering. Those are the best marketing tactics and techniques out there. Ellie, this has been an awesome conversation. Um, where can people connect with you and and learn more about what you do and and how to, you know, do business with you? You can reach out to me on social media. I love to connect with people uh, all across uh, the channels. It's just my name, so Ellie Sheffy. Or you can reach out to me on my website, which is ellysheffy.com. And if you do go to the website, then there is a library of free resources that you can help yourself to. All kinds of tips and tricks. Um, and it's all free. So just go help yourself. Awesome. Well, Ellie, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you again so much for joining us on the show today. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you. Please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.